said that, no, you can't do it. And I was like, you know, why? You know, get rid of those limiting beliefs because anything is possible. I realized that I am limitless. Like this podcast, the name Limitless Lion. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Limitless Lion podcast show. Here, you're going to discover the infinite potential within you through other people's experiences and successes. You're going to get the knowledge, the tools, and the strategies you need to be unstoppable. Say goodbye to those limiting thoughts and beliefs because it's time to dominate your life. And I'm your host, Shyan Tarani. Today, we have an amazing guest, Sharez Hadar. Thanks so much for coming on today. How you doing, my man? Doing awesome. Thanks for having me, Cheyenne. Awesome, man. I'm so happy to have you on here. Um, you know, we go back a long time. Uh, you know, we've we met through some sure of our marketing groups, man. It's been a great time. Um, so, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, you got the digital marketing agency going on. You're specializing in real estate. You got digitized real estate going on. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh, man, digitized real estate. What can I say about digitized real estate, man? Um, I feel like that's my that's my baby. Uh, digitized real estate, it is a program I've created for real estate agents where they can learn how to brand themselves on social media, completely dominate the digital market, right? I want to make sure that they can tap into, you know, new ways of marketing because obviously the old ways are kind of outdated now. And that comes with lead generation, that comes with building a brand, building authority, building rapport, even sales, everything, right? So I built a, a comprehensive program that they can follow step-by-step step in order to completely take their online, their real estate business online. Gotcha. Yeah, dude, I, I've been seeing a lot of the stuff that you've been doing. It's, it's pretty kick-ass, man. Um, Thanks, man. You know, I got to say, man, it's, it's great. And um you know, um, it's, it's great. You know, like what, what, what made you kind of specialize in that real estate? Uh, well, you know what the thing is, is that I saw a major problem. Now, what happened was I started with real estate marketing. Now, real estate marketing um, I was just doing lead gen and appointment setting. And what I realized is that our real estate agents weren't closing at a high rate mm -hmm. and I started to, you know, identify problems, right? And what I was trying to see was, okay, what is causing them to not close at a high rate? Now I'm bringing them the appointments, I'm giving them the touches, but they're not able to close. So what I realized is that they need to get people to know, like, and trust them, build an authority, build a brand, and on top of that, have closing skills so that they can close clients more efficiently, right? Because you can have a real estate agent call, you get on an appointment with you, but if they don't know you, they don't like you, they don't trust you, then it's going to be a lot harder for them to close. Right. How, right. However, if they were to hop on and, you know, they were already to know the real estate agent, there was you know, a real estate agent would have, to have a whole bunch of content, then, you know, there's a higher chance that the rapport has already been built through the content itself. And then there you go. You know, you hop on the phone with a, a potential client and 
you know, now you're, you've already got past that rapport building part. They already know you, they already know you, like you, they already trust you. Now it's all up to you closing that client and then providing them with their most precious investment of their life. Right. That's huge. Yeah, for sure. That, I mean, that makes the process a lot easier, which, um, you know, I've seen a lot of people aren't really doing it that way. So that's, that's really cool. Um, you know, so right now, you know, we're going some, some crazy times. I got to say like, you know, coronavirus, coronavirus going on and, um, you know, I'm sure it's impacting the real estate space as it has with everything. Um, you know, how, how is it affecting you guys? Um, you know, and how are you taking advantage of that? Because, you know, I, I know there's two types of people right now. There's people who are taking advantage of these times and, and looking at it as like an opportunity. And there's other people who are playing the victim and saying, you know what? I can't do what I want to do because of coronavirus. And so they're just kind of settling down. You know, when one door closes, another one always opens. And that's a saying that I've kind of lived by my whole life, right? We are always put in opportunities. There's this coronavirus thing is like a blessing in disguise. And that's just the mentality in the first place. Now, mindset plays a huge role in how you play uh, how you act in these times. Now, you could be sitting in the rain, walking in the rain, and you can be like, wow, this is so beautiful. Or you could be you know, walking with your head down saying, oh, this is terrible, right? right. It just takes a flip of the switch to realize, okay, which part of the spectrum I'm on. So when it comes to this whole coronavirus thing, some people look at it like, oh, wow, the world has stopped. It's frozen. Now it's my time to get ahead. And other people have looked at it as, oh my goodness, you know, like this is terrible. This is a catastrophe. This is, this is, this is chaos, right? right. The and world's going to end. That's a huge thing, like a hundred percent. Like I started to butt in here, but I think that's such an important thing that you just mentioned. And, and I don't want people to, you know, um, just take that lightly. Like it's all about the perspective and how you're looking at it. Because like, like you say, like you can look at it literally how you want to look at it. And that dictates everything. It totally dictates everything. Like whether you want to take it as an opportunity and see it as an opportunity, you're going to look for the different things. It's all about the way you're focusing, right? If you're choosing to look at it as like a bad thing, you'll find every reason for it to be bad or not possible. But if you're looking like, how can I solve this problem? How can I, what, what way can I take advantage of this? How can this benefit me? If you're asking those questions and you're looking at it through that kind of lens. It makes all the difference. Exactly. The world has stopped. The world has literally stopped. So many people are not doing business right now because they simply think they cannot do business. Nobody's willing to do business. That's happened in the real estate industry. That's happened in the e-commerce industry. That's happened even in you know brick and mortar restaurant industry. Yeah. Right? People are thinking that the world has stopped, but those, you know, the, the biggest companies come out of recessions. The biggest companies come out when the world has stopped. Think about Uber. Yeah. Uber came out in what? What time? The last recession. Yeah. The Great Recession. Yeah. Right. Now we're looking at the biggest company, one of the biggest companies in the world, Uber. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what, you have to understand. Came out. Instagram came out. Snapchat exactly. came out. Groupon came out in those times. I mean, like you know, like it's the best time for new innovation to happen. And and you're gonna and just watch, right? Just watch in the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, there's going to be such an innovation happening that um, people are going to be like, man, why did I sleep on that? Like, why, why didn't I think of that? Exactly. Now, there's two types of people in the situation, right? There are 
producers and there's consumers. Are we going to sit there in front of a television or mindlessly scrolling through social media? I'll just pull up my phone here. Mindlessly scrolling through social media. Yeah. Okay. Are we going to do that? Or are, are we going to consume watch the news, all right? the information? <laughs> watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Right? Or are we going to produce content? Are we going to produce information? Are we going to innovate? Are we going to influence? Are we going to build? Right? That is the mindset you kind of have to put, in, uh, put into, into action there. Right? What are you going to do? What is the perspective? Are you a consumer or are you a producer? Are you going to subconsciously, are you going to mess with your subconscious? Now, you already know that there's 20 million neurons that fire off in your subconscious every single second comparatively to the 20 that are in your conscious. So when you're sitting in front of TV, you're mindlessly scrolling through social media, you're binge watching Netflix, what are you doing? You're just adding a more scarcity mindset into your, into your head, into your subconscious. You're programming your subconscious to behave uh, like the rest of the world, the 99%. And, and that happens without you knowing it. Exactly. You want to be a part of the 1%, what do you got to do? Throw away the fucking TV remote. Put your phone down. Don't look at your phone the first thing in the morning. Pick up a book. All right? Get to work. Bring out the notepad. Start brainstorming. Start making a change. Start building things. Start producing. Stop consuming. That's my number that's- one rule to anybody. It's such a big thing because you know what, like in school, we were not taught about this. But the thing is, is that you guys have to take control of your mind. Like, like you said, you're scrolling through an Instagram, like you, you gave up complete control and you're letting whatever content comes in front of that screen dictate what you think and what you're thinking. And, you know, as you, you know, you're not, right, your mind is registering what it is. The five seconds you're looking at post five seconds or next. Your mind's still registered with that post, even though you, you stop thinking about it. Right? The mm-hmm. power of subconscious is phenomenal. I'm kind of going back to um, you know, right now, like how how are you guys doing how are you guys handling everything with you know with corona going on? Um, you know, are you guys finding success? Like how is that affecting your business right now? Dude, our business is popping right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's popping. <laughs> because dude, I just doubled down on everything, right? You know, I saw the world slow down and that's when Shrez speeds up, right? It's it's been like the whole movement my whole life, right? When everybody else is partying, I'm working. When everybody else is, you know, taking a break, I'm working. When everybody else is, you know, snoozing around watching TV, I'm brainstorming. Yeah. That doesn't stop. I know you don't stop. Right. I know when, when everybody else is sleeping, me and you have been having conversations. We've known each other for a while. I know you don't stop. I know when everybody else is snoozing, doing their thing, you're picking up a book, you're learning, right? That's the same thing with me. And that's what those are the people that innovate, right? So during this time, I've been able to pick up my business, been able to add to my business, be able to build more assets, digital assets as well, because I didn't hit the snooze button. Because I said, oh, you know, now everybody's scared. Now everybody's at home chilling for the past 60, 70 days. You know what's funny about that? Yeah. I never even picked up on the news. Would anything change by now? Did your life really even change? If you didn't even like tune into the news, you know, like would anything have even changed? Like you could still go about your day working from home. You know, like I think, yeah. I think that's something like, you know, if, if you get too, tuned into too much, 
you start to think about all this crazy stuff instead of just 100%. staying focused. 100%. It's not only that, dude. It's everything in our lives. Okay. Now I'm going to speak to a lot of people when I say this. You want to do competitive analysis against your competitors in business. You're going, you're looking at all their success and you're getting anxiety. You're looking at it. You're getting confused. You're like, oh shit, this person's doing this, this person's doing this. And now you feel like all the money in the world has literally shrunk because yeah. all of these other people are out there grabbing it. Dude, the money hasn't shrunk. You're just, your mindset has shrunk. <laughs> your mindset has shrunk. The money, the money's always there. In fact, you can produce money out of thin air. You ever, you ever uh, read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? You ever read the book Thinking Grow Rich? It's not it's not working grow rich. It's thinking grow rich. The money is there. Your mindset is the thing that you gotta control. If you control your mindset, the money will come too. Right? That's the thing. You, you put on the news, it's the same thing. You're gonna tune into that. That's gonna put you in a scarce mindset. It's gonna put you into fear mindset. Where you go, you buy a whole bunch of toilet paper. <laughs> What's yeah, right? it makes no sense. Yeah. Stop on the wagon, right? Hop on the wagon. Right, bandwagoning all the way, all the way until your pockets are empty and you realize you go check that bill and it says five hundred dollars spent at Walmart on toilet paper and cleaning products. Yeah. You know, you know, the people that invest into stocks early on, you know, people who invest in the Zoom early on before they hit that whole crash, um, the whole uh security issue, dude, those those people profited so much. Why? Because they saw that there was a demand for something, people are going to be switching digital. Yeah. So what do you got? Now you got you know people buying more webcams. You got people buying more mics. You got people buying light sets. You got people, um, you know, starting up uh, vlogs. People start a podcast, right? But then you got the people that are just going to consume that content. Right. Yeah. Are you going to be the creator or the consumer? Yeah. It's it's the day and age we're living in right now. You know, like. It doesn't take much to start building your following and start building a personal brand. You know, I mean, if, if you, if you, you know, if anything, just get tuned into Gary Vee and he'll completely inspire you. But, you know, while on this podcast, we're going to show you all the little tools and strategies and, you know, also share with you the stories and successes of others, including yourself, Shara's, um, you know, and, and just really, you know, get rid of those limiting beliefs because anything is possible. And so, you know, we want to get you on the right mindset and mindset is everything when it comes to business 80 percent is mindset 20 percent is the practical stuff so you know you you know think about it like where do you gotta what do you gotta learn right um so i think that's something that's totally left out in the in the school system you know like we, we've never been taught that and you know i, I kind of want to i want the viewers kind of know you know what is your story let's kind of go back and see you know where Shah has come from because you know you you have a great work ethic you know you've gotten a lot of success right now and so you know i want people to understand where um you come from because you have a really cool story well we'll bring this all the way back to lahore pakistan where i was born i came to canada where i live right now currently when i was one years old and dude it's it's been it's been a roller coaster i've had a roller coaster of a life you know everybody has their own story i have mine and i believe my story has made me you know the thing about you know hard times in life is those are the things that make you right i wanted to right. you know just take the time and say thank you to all my haters thank you for to my parents for loving and supporting me but also um criticizing me and telling me i can't do a lot of shit I want to say thank you to my brother 
who's always tried to compete with me. I want to say thank you to everybody who's tried to hold me accountable. I want to say thank you to all these people because that's made me who I am today. It's made me a highly competitive, highly confident, highly competent, highly convicted individual who believes in believes that I can do anything. And just like the name of your show, Limitless Podcast, I believe that I can do anything and I'm limitless. Yeah. You already know. The whole thing about my story is that I grew up playing basketball. Basketball is what kind of made me in life. When things got hard, I was outside shooting. But the, it wasn't easy, right? I started playing when I was around 10, 11 years old. And a lot of people told me I couldn't play at a high level. They told me I couldn't play in school. They couldn't, I couldn't play at travel. I couldn't play uh, national level. I couldn't go to college. I couldn't you know, play in the NBA. They said I couldn't do a lot of it, including the people that I love and care about the most and the people that I thought should disappoint me, right? However, that didn't stop me. That fueled a fire. That, that made it personal for me. That made me fierce, all right? It made me feel like, okay, you know what? Just watch. Just watch. Yeah. Made you fierce. And exactly. And every single day, I was out there shooting. Rain, pouring rain, I'd be shooting. 6 a.m., no problem. 5 a.m., no problem. 4 a.m., no problem. I'd be shooting. I'd be dribbling. I'd be watching game film i'd be watching the best players and what happens you know peers would tell me you're not going to make the team make the team yeah i rode the bench whatever i made the team first year playing I, I made it next year made it got a few more minutes next year captain of that team next year playing travels next year playing against the best competition in the world i played against nba players like deandre aiden Right, played with alongside a whole bunch of high-level players, NBA players. Yeah. Why? Because I believed in myself. Now, unfortunately, 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 I tore my hip. You know, going into my last year where I was getting all the attention in the world, I tore my hip, and it was a hard, devastating time for me. You know, and one of the reasons why I tore my hip is because I was very, very, very ungrateful, and I was very, I was taking a lot of stuff for granted. Right? I was cocky, confident, you can, whatever, whatever you want to say. I was, I was very, very full of myself. And I was taking things for granted. I went up for a dunk, came down, slipped, hip torn in half, couldn't walk for two months, depressed. What happened? Next, couldn't handle myself. Mindset went from here to here. Drinking, drugs, alcohol, partying, you name it. I was doing all of it right after that. I was the guy that never touched a drink until, until you know, a senior year of high school. And now I was doing that over and over and over again just to reduce the pain, put a Band-Aid on my pain that I tore my hip, my dream's over. And the thing is, I could have easily, you know, continued. A lot of people say, oh, well, you could have easily continued. But they say that now after my hip's healed, everything's healed. But when I tore my hip, I got zero emotional support, zero physical support, zero financial support. It was all over. It was done. Basketball was over. So what happens? You look for that inner strength. You look for that purpose. You look for those things in life that, that mean something to you. So what did I find? I found a purpose. I found love. I found my inner self. I found the confidence, the person that I am. I looked at different options. Where do I want to take my life? Where do I go from here? I know basketball is over. So you, were, you were on your way to like the champion, like you were, you were in the championship league, like 
you were um you know pretty much like high up there like you were playing among the, the people who are in the nba now like when they were younger right so you were playing at a very high um high level so yeah. you were you were on your way to you know to the big leagues um because you were so determined and you know you were like you know you just had so much um drive in you because people were doubting you and you wanted to prove them right so and then all of a sudden like that just completely shattered like you were on your way you were like you were, you were determined all of a sudden like that was just taken away from like no Charles, you can't do it this exactly and you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say thank you to my lord right i'm gonna thank god for that because that was a lesson that was a beautiful lesson in itself why because if i didn't turn my hip i wouldn't be in the place i am today if i didn't turn my hip i didn't have i wouldn't have got went out got drunk lost my mind completely lost my mental sanity i wouldn't have done all that to completely bring myself to ground zero and then bring myself back up i wouldn't have realized what it what my inner strength was the true warrior that shreds hater is if it wasn't for that maybe i would just stay that same cocky overconfident dude and you know maybe i wouldn't give a shit about my family my parents my girl my the people around me the people that in this world no i probably would have just done me the whole time with arrogance but you know what the thing is is that everything happens for a reason and if i that if that didn't happen then i wouldn't be the person i am today and i'm i'm happily able to say that you know i really care about a lot of people in my life i care about my customers i care about the people who give me their money right it wasn't always like that sometimes i'd say early on in my business here sometimes it was like oh i just enter for the money you know money and that's, that's it i'm in the business of making money but now i'm in the business of helping people i'm in the business of changing lives i'm in the business of making a difference giving people the tools to succeed helping them save money right having them save money and then make money at the same time yeah you know what i'm saying that's incredible and so you know i i kind of want to just kind of backtrack for a second here like you know i think that's there's a huge there's a huge thing that happened there and you know i i want people to kind of um understand like how they can come out of where they're at maybe they've gone through a similar time you know maybe they're in a dark place right now kind of similar to yours um you know maybe they've gone their dreams shattered maybe these people have told them they can't do things or you know they're just in this place that they, they need to get out of so like I'm, i'm curious how you came out of that like you were in a dark place you know you were doing the wrong things hanging out with the wrong people at, at wrong times all the time like what happened that you all of a sudden just kind of got out of that like your mind just shifted find a purpose it's that simple find a purpose and serve that purpose and you know the thing about finding purpose is that it can be a lot clearer it can be a lot easier than you think a lot of people they're living 10 you know years in the future 10 years in the future 20 years in the future that gives anxiety you know that causes anxiety you think in the past you're going to think with depression if i look back at my torn hip and be like oh man i could have made it to the league you know whatever that's going to make me depressed if i think of it like that but i look at that as a gift regardless if you look too in, too far into the future you're going to get anxiety live in the present look for your purpose it's all around you whatever you love whatever you legitimately care about serve that purpose and trust me you will literally find yourself digging climbing out of that hole with with extreme it's like somebody's pulling you up you're being assisted out of that hole you're not 
the weight's not on you anymore, right? And that's a very, very, very important thing, Cheyenne, is that, you know, a lot of people, they, they don't understand that. You know, when you're making money, when you're, you know, running a business, a lot of people just do it because they're in the business of making money. Hey, it's just about collecting the checks. But what is the purpose that you choose, right? The purpose that you serve, that makes a big difference. Because at the end of the day, I'll tell you one thing. When we, when we go into our graves, that money's not coming with us. People are only going to remember us for the purpose we served. They're not going to remember us for our billion-dollar net worth. Maybe they will. Who knows? Maybe the real materialistic people will. If they're going to remember us, oh, man, that, ma- that man made a shit ton of money, but he did a really good thing while doing it. You know LeBron James, probably the big, biggest basketball player in the world right now. He built a school, right? He's not only known for being an amazing basketball player, but he's going to be known for changing several kids' lives, and that's the type of message people leave. Kobe Bryant just passed away, another basketball player. He was a phenomenal basketball player, but what did people remember him as? His mindset. His mindset that, you know, you could conquer anything in the world as long as you work hard. Mm -hmm. That was his mindset. People hold that to this day. So what will help you get yourself out of the hole? You will literally levitate out of the hole if you can find a purpose and serve that purpose. Right. Yeah. And, you know, mindset is so important. And, you know, I want to get to that in a second. Um, now, you know, like there was such a drastic change in your life. I just want to ask you, like, was there like a characteristic that you had that this, you know, like, because, you know, it's not like you changed. It's not like you changed, like you're still Charas, you know, yeah. but, you know, sure, you went through like that, those hard times. But like, was there a characteristic that you carried on with you? It's my confidence my confidence in myself. And like I said before, I got to thank everybody. Got to thank the haters for it. <laughs> got to thank them. You know why? Because that confidence is what allows me to take risks, right? A lot of people are scared right now. This coronavirus thing has people running around with their heads chopped off like chickens. They're scared shitless, man. They have no confidence. They have no conviction. And that's why they're not taking action. They're not taking massive action right now. My confidence allows me to take action. My confidence allows me to just go dive in the ocean. Yeah. Right? If, you know, the thing is, is that I was in such a dark place. I was, I was getting tired of that dark place. I was tired of getting drunk every night. I was tired of doing the drugs. I was tired of the bullshit. That wasn't me. That was never Shrez, bro. That was never the guy, you know, who was out there shooting hoops while everybody else was doing that garbage. So I need to go... Bring that confidence back, but put a new light on it. So what happened? I used that confidence that was still in me and just worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. It came to a point where I was, you know, just jumping off random, you know, cliffs and climbing mountains without ropes and, you know, hanging off bridges with one hand. I have a picture of me hanging off a bridge with one hand. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's insane. Because... To me, <laughs> the only way you conquer yourself is if you install confidence in yourself, right? If you don't have a confidence in yourself, you're not going to conquer many things in life because you're going to be too scared. You're going to be with this. You're going to have a scarce mindset. You're going to be scarce about money. You're going to be scarce with your, your wife, your husband, 
You're going to be scarce with your whole, you know, every action you take, you know, every, everything is confidence, bro. You got to be convicted yeah. yourself. And TV, all this, you know, all this media, everything, you know, there is, it's pretty much meant to ruin your confidence. So I don't even watch TV. In fact, the only TV that I watched in the past, I'd say three, four months is I watched that Michael Jordan documentary that just came out because I like MJ. But other than that, I don't watch TV at all. I barely go on social media. I'm just about, you know, Bro, what's the point? What's the point of mindlessly scrolling through social media? What's the point of adding garbage to my subconscious? Why do I care if some some person can do a backflip or not? Why do I care if, you know, if Kylie Jenner just broke up with whoever that person, or Kim Kardashian did this, or, you know, uh, another celebrity did this? I don't care. I don't need to be listening to that stuff. I don't need to be watching that stuff. Because like we said before, your subconscious mind fires 20 million neurons per second. You're not thinking about it, but your mind is perceiving that information. All right. It's like, it's coding that information. You don't even know it. So why would you do that to yourself? Do yourself a favor, turn off your TV. Do yourself a favor, put, put a limit on your Instagram app, put a limit on your YouTube app. My cousin just came over. Um, because we have religious holidays nowadays. My cousin, my cousin just came over and I put a limiting on his YouTube app. I went on his phone. I said, show me your, show me your settings real quick. Don't worry. I'm not going to go through your phone. I just want to see your settings. Right, we went to his screen time, went to the YouTube. The dude was watching 10 hours of YouTube a week. I limited his YouTube to 30 minutes a day. Guess what? Because he, installed into my lifestyle we were working out doing you know business stuff brainstorming he was helping me he wasn't on youtube for the whole week it said he was in total 30 minutes on youtube for the whole week that he was here wow. instead of nine hours 10 hours cool. why because he was he was able to throw away that bullshit another lesson that comes out of that go find something to do go find a hobby the reason why you're sitting in front of the TV is going because you don't have nothing to do. You don't have a purpose. Right. Yeah. <sighs> you know? For sure. I mean, you know what? Like, you know, going back to um, when I was, um, you know, doing door to door sales, and, you know, this was like right after high school, um, you know, I, I discovered like my purpose. And, you know, without knowing it, like, you know, I was in high school, I was asking my teacher, I was like, how do I make a lot of money? Like, I was asking my counselor, right? I'm like, how do I make a lot of money? Like, I want to, you know, what do I need to study to? How do I set up my career? You know, all this kind of stuff. I was already thinking ahead, right? And then um, she told me, well, you know what? Like if you become a doctor or a dentist, you know, they make pretty good money. So, um, you know, you have to take this course and these courses and stuff like that. I'm like, that's a lot of work. Like, 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 why do I have to go through so much school? She's like, yeah, well, you know, you got to do this. These are the requirements to get into post-secondary. And then, you know, you have to do eight years of post-secondary. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Like there's got to be another way. And you know, and just being open-minded, eventually after high school, I got this job um, at an interview and uh, going door-to-door sales and business-to-business. And, you know, I, I went on that interview, we went into the field and I, wa- and I shadowed for one day and, you know, I watched them go to all the businesses, asked to talk to the owner. And at the time we were actually selling Shaw or Telus. And so we were helping business owners, um, you know, with their internet and phone. 
And so basically we're, we're going to try to switch them from Telus to Shaw and we could instantly see them like 50% on their bill. And so, you know, that's a lot of money for a whole year for a business owner, especially small business, because, you know, sometimes they have one, two, three, four, five lines, phone lines and internet and all this stuff. And so it was a lot of savings. Like, and so, you know, after that day, I was like, how much money did you make? He's like 300 bucks. I'm like, from just doing that, like you just talking to people, helping them, you know, know what they don't know and help them save money and you make money too. I'm like, Dude, count me in. Like, that's amazing. And, you know, I fast forward one year when I left that particular office, I realized that, you know what, like my purpose is to help people because that's what I enjoy doing. It wasn't that like, I, you know, I loved, um, you know, I don't know, working for Shaw or Telus. It was just that I love the exchange that happened where I got to, you know, talk to people. I love talking to people and just helping them. Like that was amazing. And, you know, fast forward today, you know, I'm, I just found another way to add value to people. Now we're helping small business owners with their, with their digital marketing, help them add more revenue and more customers. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy to think that, you know, that's my purpose. Like I never would have realized that, but, and that's the great thing about entrepreneurism is that you have no limit on amount of money you can make. Right. So, you know, I, I'm sure that's done a big thing for you in your life as well. Right. I mean, ever since you got into the whole space of digital, um, digital marketing and or just getting into business, um, you know, how, how did that change the way you saw, um, you know, your outlook on life? It makes me feel limitless. Like you said, you know, the thing is, bro, I, I had a similar story to you, right? Um, right after this whole basketball situation, I started looking at different career options. Uh, and at first I just wanted to make money. I'm like, all right, you know what? Like I don't really, I'm, I'm good at a lot of things. I'm good at, you know, I could have a career in a lot of things. So, I mean, at the end of the day, what is a job for? I mean, making money, right? So I might as well make a lot of money. So I started looking into, you know, becoming a doctor, all this, you know, stuff. And yeah, I find out it was 13 years to become a neurosurgeon, which was the highest paid job five, 600, 700 K a year. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Okay. So I, I look into it and, you know, there's an eight year program, you know, you four years and then four years in uh residency and you know, you're done, right. Then you can start making money. And I'm like, all right, so I can start making money by 30. And then I find out that program costs 250 grand a year. And I'm like, no way. So I'm going to, I'm going to be paying a million dollars to make 500 K a year. Well, you know, most people pay a hundred thousand dollars to make 40 grand a year. It's the same margin. It's the same exact margin. Either way, they're, they're, you know, they make it, they made a shit ton of money off of you and you're just, you know, going to be paying off student debt the whole time. So what I realized with business is that, you know, there are no limitations to the amount of money that you make. You get what you put in. If you're going to sit on your ass all day, you're going to get ass worth of money. Yeah. But if you're going to get up, and take massive action all day, then you're going to get a lot of, you know, you're going to get actionable amount of money. Right. Right. So that's, you know, that's what flipped the switch for me really. And what allowed me to, you know, go into business, go into, you know, learning. But the thing is, bro, it's not as easy as it looks. You know, at first I'm like, wow, this can be a piece of cake. You know, all I got to do is, you know, give somebody this and then I can get X amount of dollars. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Right. You got to build a strong culture in your company. You got to learn skills, right? You got to understand your purpose. You got to solve problems, real problems. Right. Right. You want to be successful in business, solve problems, 
okay? And understand your client. Put the client first, and you will win, all right? That needs to be step one. If you can solve a problem and you can understand your customer, the rest will kind of fall in place, right? The rest is just technicalities of the business, you know, management, you know, inventory if you're working in, you know, uh, a physical-based uh, business, right? Right. The rest is just that, right? You you got to focus on the customer. So to me, business is just, it was just a limitless, it was something that made me feel limitless. Mm-hmm. Like I had no suit. Like I was in control of my life and I like being in control of my life. Why would I let somebody else control my income? Why would I let somebody control my hours? Why do I need an answer to somebody? I like working with people. I really do not like working for people, Shan. Mm-hmm. If somebody told me, hey, you're, you know, I'm your boss, well, fuck you. You're not my boss. That's it. That's, that's, my, that's, my, yeah. that's my message yeah. to them. Yeah, and that, and that comes with adding value, right? If you can add value to somebody's life, why wouldn't they want to work with you? Exactly. You know? Exactly. So it comes down to solving a problem. So, you know, find find those problems that you can solve or the needs that people need, that they need, right? Like, you know, meet their needs. Um, you know, especially these days, you know, the things have just completely changed. Um, the consumer behavior has completely changed. People are more scared. They want to stay home. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're very um, conscious about their um, hygiene, you know, the sanitation, all that stuff. And, you know, just people's thinking has completely changed. So, um, you know, like this is, this is going to be the era where there's going to be just so much new stuff happening, new ways of buying. And um, so things are about to change, but uh, again, that's the opportunity. Are you going to take advantage of that? Like, what, you know, are you, are you developing the skills right now so that you can take advantage of it before the other people do? Like someone's going to do it, like, you know, do something about it. So, and you know, I, I kind of want to go back real quick here to, to, to self-awareness, right? Like, you know, in order for, for us to even be successful, and this is something that they don't, don't teach us in school for whatever reason, but, you know, it's important to get self-aware about your own strengths and your weaknesses, right? What are you really good at? And, and double down on that, right? Um, you know, for, your, for me, it was like my people skills. And so that's what I really focus on. And you know, I just doubled down on that. And then I, I, I learned marketing and now, you know, I'm, I've combined the sales and marketing and, you know, one thing leads to another. Once you start reading books, you know, your, your mind completely just kind of blows up. So, um, but in a good way. Now yeah. I want to quickly, um, just kind of ask you one last question before we wrap up. Yeah. Um, as, um, and I, you know, it's, it's been a great, great time with you. I know we can talk for hours, man. There's a yeah. lot of stuff we can talk about. Um, you know, I'm definitely going to have to have you on again soon. Um, but, um, you know, just real quickly, you know, I see that you got books in the back there. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about those and, you know, what you think about it and maybe what's like your, your favorite book and maybe, you know, like what's, what's, what should people know about that? So basically how I structure my reading in my books is I like to have one book for business and business operations. I like to have one book for marketing. I like to have one book for psychology. I like to have one book for mindset. And then I like to have just one book that's just a plain story, you know, just like a beautiful like book to read, you know, like something mm-hmm. fictionist, like, uh, you know, whatever, right? You know, like there's so many books out there that you can just pick up and they're beautiful stories, right? Like people mm-hmm. read Harry Potter and stuff like that. You know, I love I love stories as well. So it's like watching a movie, right? Yeah, exactly. Those are those would be my my five books that I would go to, and. What that gives you, it gives you some versatility, especially if you're an entrepreneur. It gives you some versatilities on what type of books that you can 
actually read. And, you know, one of my favorite, I, I could give you a, you know, example of, you know, each book. Uh, so one of my favorite marketing, uh, my, one of my favorite psychology books is Persuasion, right? Um, by Marco, uh, by Robert Cialdini. Yeah. And then one of my favorite business operation, um, one of my favorite business operation books is classic, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? And that's, you know, yeah. business right to the right to the core, right? One of my favorite marketing books is uh, how to win and how to win friends and influence people. So, you know, those, those are, you know, some of the books that you can just get started with. And I, I love books, just like how I said, you know, the subconscious is very, very uh, fast with, uh, it has a very fast twitch triggers and, you know, it, it's always rendering information at a very high pace. So when you're reading a book, it, it renders a lot of information. You have dreams about those books. So be careful with what books you read and how you interpret the books. If you read a book and it's not going to have a you know, positive effect on your subconscious, don't read it. If you already feel like you know, you're, you're not vibing with the book, don't read it. But if you feel like this book is going to have an impact on your life and your personal life and your business life and your mindset, then read it, right? Because you're going to have, you know, you might have dreams about that book. You might find yourself doing things that were in that book without even thinking about it, right? That's how much books have an impact in our lives. They have, you know, you know, even movies have the same amount of significance. So it's very important what, what we're consuming, that we're consuming it carefully, right? Um, everybody consumes things differently. The way you look at that tree, I look at the tree completely differently. So that would be my message to people about books. Read whatever you want to read, right? Uh, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, categorize it, right? There's so many books that you can read. Not, you know, every one is different. And, you know, this whole saying with, you know, reading a book per week, I would say that's not true. You know, if you can read a book, like, for example, how to win friends and influence people. If you're going to read a book once a week, I would say out of four weeks out of the year, read that book. You know what I'm saying? Because that book is phenomenal. It teaches how to win friends and influence people, which is a tremendous skill to have when you're in business, when you're in your everyday lives. If you want to favor, if you want to be valuable, like you've said, then that book really does help you become a valuable person, right? Other than that, you know, there's a bunch of other books that you can read, but the whole 52 books, don't get overwhelmed by that. You know, a lot of these people would, you know, they're just saying that to, you know, put them at a higher standard. I would say take, you know, take it one at a time, you know, read a book, take your time on it, really get to time, really get the time to understand it, right? What's the point of reading a book if you don't understand the book, right? I can almost guarantee you once you read your first book or you just pick up that book and read one, even one page. It it'll you won't even look back like you just be like exactly. what was I doing all this time? Exactly. Just pick up, read, take your time. Don't rush it. Don't you know because what's the point? If you don't read a book and only retain thirty percent of the information, what's the point? Right. Read it. Understand it. Read it again. Install that information into your into your mind and take action on it. Why listen to courses, watch TV, you know, like read books, whatever, absorb all this knowledge and not you know, put it to use. It's just sitting there. You're letting it rot. You know, this is valuable stuff, dude. People put their, people put a lot of their, a lot of time in their life writing this stuff. 
you know their, their whole the whole life experience into one book they put their reputation in one book you know they it's a legacy that they want to leave and it, it costs you almost nothing exactly so it's an honor right it's an absolute honor to be able to read a book by dale carnegie i love that i love that guy he's awesome yeah. you know he he really made a strong influence in my life and you know i would, I would recommend that book i would say if anybody were to pick up one book right now pick up how to win friends and win, influence people let me take it out of my shelf real quick yeah this book right here pick it out um how to win friends and influence people i would say that's the number one book that you should start off with if you have not read books and then if you want a financial book i would say rich dad poor dad it will give you the basics of financial education and you know those should be those should be pretty uh good to get you started with business and just everyday everyday yeah. life rich dad poor dad there you go you got rich dad hold, hold that up i got you these two books guys all right you want to get started off one two yeah all right <laughs> awesome Charles. thanks so much man that was awesome um you know like i said we can keep going on and on but yeah um, you know we want to make it short and sweet so um thanks everybody for tuning in um if they want to find you Charles, um you know how can up in our listeners yeah find man. plug it at Charles hater s-h-a-h-r-e-z hater h-a-y-d-e-r at Charles hater across all platforms instagrams uh Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, whatever you want to, you know, find me on all platforms, Twitter, TikTok. <laughs> nice. Awesome. I'll be there. And I like, I like replying to DMs. Uh, don't think that, you know, I like to, you know, see myself as a premium brand, but I like helping people also. So feel free to reach out. I'll get to you eventually. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks so much, man. That was awesome. And uh, looking forward to talking with you again. Awesome. Likewise, bro. Okay, man. See Appreciate you, Sam. You too, man.